show you move. Good news, everyone. Don't you know, Kitty, when you say onions have Welcome to the podcast that is titled 20th Century Boy. I will be your host for this evening or this morning or whenever you're listening. And my name is Radio Mike. And this is the inside of my mind. I am so busy lately and it is unbelievably crazy because I'm pretty much like working a full-time job now. Like I'm working pretty much every day. I'll work on radio stuff and then I'm freelancing and I don't know I've just I I think I mentioned this last week but I'm really burnt out I want to go on a holiday or something like that I really need to but I noticed that in times like these my like state of being is really impacted by how I take care of myself or in the case as it's been for probably the last month not take care of myself because like it's so easy to just fall back onto like really easy habits, I guess, like, not really worrying about exercising and not worrying about, like, eating well and not worrying about, like, doing all this stuff that you should because it makes you feel good and, you know, not drinking that much water because you just get so swept up in everything you're doing and all the time that you're putting into work and stuff that you just, like, forget to do these, like, crucial things in your life. That's where I feel like I've been at for the past three weeks, but I didn't even realize how, like, overlapping it all was. Like, I just, I wasn't, I was barely drinking water. Like, I usually I try to drink, like, one or two or even, like, up to four bottles, you know, standard size bottles of water in a day, just so I'm really hydrated. And it makes my sleep better, and it just makes me feel healthier and happier as I go about my day. But I just wasn't. I don't know why. I just lost the habit. And I was just, like, drinking tons of coffee to get me through days, like maybe six or seven cups of coffee a day, which is not good. And I was just waking up feeling so sluggish and like unable to get out of bed. Like I just felt like shit. Um, so I've actually this week been trying to change that by just making healthier meals and drinking more water and cutting out coffee this whole week and trying to get out and enjoy some of the Melbourne sunshine even though there's barely any there, but that's kind of where I've been at. I guess, like, it is so easy for me to just lose sight of all these good habits and just replace them with the base behavior, which is bad habits of just, like, not giving a shit, but then I always really, really feel the consequences of that. I never, like, I'm never happy when I don't be healthy. Like, I know that sounds weird, but like, I, I, I guess it makes sense. But like, yeah, it's just, it's, it, I don't know why just picking up all this new work and I'm just always really tired. I just been like unable to stay in touch with all that stuff. And yeah, so I'm trying to make a conscious effort to do it. I'm drinking water right now. Have a listen. Mm. That was me drinking water, but yeah, life at the moment, is so random. Sometimes I feel like this podcast, particularly the start, is like a therapy session for me. So much stuff has gone down in the last few months in my life and like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm really, I feel like this year has been a really successful year for me in a lot of ways and I've like achieved a lot, but I never feel like I've, I never feel like I can just stop and take a break. I always feel like I'm behind where everyone else is. 
but I guess that's a normal thing and that's like an anxiety thing and like a, I guess, an imposter syndrome thing that a lot of people have. I've been thinking lately that the main thing, well, no, I don't want to say that, but one of the things that is missing from my life that I would like to experience soon, and I guess I'm just being open about it because that's the point of this podcast, but I would really enjoy being in a relationship because I haven't been in one for a very, like a proper one for a very long time. And I like go on dates and I date people and see people for a bit of time, but I feel like the world of dating at the moment is so, so fucked. And like everyone is just trying to, everyone is just so afraid of committing because dating apps exist and it's so easy to just continuously swipe, find someone hotter or better and you're always aware of the risk of settling for someone. But I, and and I've certainly been victim of that. Like I've gone on so many dates and just like, I don't know, people just, people are so bad with, with dating and socializing properly these days. Like you go on a date with someone and they'll just ghost you or delete you or never talk to you again for like no reason other than that they, they're too afraid to actually say, Hey, I just want to be mates. Or you'll go on a date and then you'll try to organize a follow-up and they'll be like, Hey, like I had a great time on the date, but I'm just not really up for, for dating at the moment. I'm not really looking to be dating. It's like, why did you go on the date? But I get it. I've been that guy as well. I've ghosted in the past, which I now never do because I've thought about it and it makes me feel terrible. So I would never want to do it. If you are listening to this podcast and you're dating, may I just say you should never ghost someone. Just be honest with them and tell them how you feel. Because if you ghost them, it makes them feel like they specifically did something wrong. If they did something really bad, then yeah, maybe then you can ghost them. But if you actually had a nice night with someone, but you just don't want to see him again because you don't feel it or because you don't want to be dating, just explain that. I feel like it's way better than being ghosted. Not that I have been ghosted recently, and I don't know why I've launched into this. I've just been thinking a lot that, like, I feel like I have a very good life, and I've got, a like, a job that I love, and I feel like I'm doing all this cool stuff, like playing in a band, releasing our first album, producing podcasts, working at a radio station, just loving life. I've got really good friends around me and stuff. And I just like to share that with someone. That's the one thing missing. I do all this stuff and I don't really have anyone to like, I don't want to say cheer me on, but I don't necessarily have someone to like hang out with at the end of the day and forget, forget about all that and just hang out and share my day. Anyway, this is starting to sound kind of lame, but I don't know. I, I go in phases of thinking oh, a, rela- a relationship would f- would suck because it wouldn't fit into my schedule and it wouldn't fit into my life at all. But then I'm like, yeah, but, it, but I'd have to change my schedule to accommodate someone else in my life, which wouldn't be necessarily a bad thing. I read this book a while ago by Aziz Ansari, who's a fucking great comedian. And it's called Modern Romance, and it's like an investigation into modern dating. It's really, really good. This is a must-read if you're single and, you know, in your late teens or 20s. And basically the book is like an unpacking of modern dating and relationships in like a digital era. Here's uh, basically sort of the gist of the book that uh, Aziz Ansari did on uh, Conan O'Brien's show. Uh, that I just found on YouTube. This is super funny. I think it's really a, a frustrating time to be a single person right now. You know, I like the idea of being single in theory, 
You know, that's like, oh, you meet a bunch of different people, you get to know them. When you meet someone you really like, you kind of pursue a, a deeper thing. That, that sounds cool. I would sign up for that. But that's not what being single is anymore now. Like, this is, this is what being single is now. Like, hey, it was great meeting you. We should get together sometime. Yeah, they'd be great. Be in touch. All right, cool. Bye. <laughs> hey, what's up? Should we grab a drink tonight? Yeah, yeah. I'm with some friends in this neighborhood. Oh, cool. We'll be down there soon. Can't wait to see you. All right, cool. Bye. <laughs> hey, what's up? We're almost there. Shit, we just left. Why? Why did you just leave? <laughs> so rude. You knew I was on the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe we can get a drink tomorrow. Tomorrow's perfect. Text it now and make a plan. All right, cool. Bye. Hey, what's up? Should we grab those drinks tonight? Oh, drank way too much last night. Gonna stay in today. That's not what was discussed yesterday. You need a transcript of our conversation? Scroll up on your phone. Maybe we can meet up on Tuesday. Tuesday's perfect. Text it now and make a plan. All right, cool. Bye. Hey, what's up? It's Tuesday. Should we get together today? And that's what being single is now. All that garbage. That's, that's what it's become. It's, it's pretty much now a lot of times like you're a secretary for this really shoddy organization scheduling the dumbest shit with the flakiest people ever. And I just want to read a, pa a few passages from it that I found really, really profound. Because I, when I read books, I always highlight parts that I find really interesting. But, so he here's a part that I really, really like. He said, at one point, I was the hopeful romantic who would stay out till 4am every morning, worried that if I went home, I'd miss that magical, amazing woman who showed up at the bar at 3.35am. After many late nights and brutal mornings, though, I realised that the most amazing, magical women don't walk into a bar at 3.35am. They're usually in bed at that hour. Usually the men and women who are going out who are going out this hard are less than the amazing magical sort and more the nightmare train wreck variety. And I relate to that so much. I always feel like I'm like, oh, I should just stay at the party for like five more minutes because, you know, I might talk to someone who might be good. <laughs> and he also says uh, about dating, the endless string of first dates where you just say the same shit over and over again in the same places start getting starts getting tiresome. The casual scene is fun, but in between the fun, a lot of times there was emptiness. And I guess, like, I relate to that so much because I'm not, like, I would say I'm pretty happy. Like, I'm actually, I'm very happy. Like, I have a very happy life. I am generally wake up and I'm really excited to get to work on my life. Like, in, in the, at the start of the day, I'm like, cool, I get to do another day. But at the same time, I would say that, like, that empty feeling or that lonely feeling of going on, like going on a date and being like, ah, oh, it's just, it's probably just going to be like all the other dates and you're just going to have, yeah, I don't know. I went on a date last week and the girl said midway through the date that I remind her of human Shrek, which I had, I had to ask because I just had a feeling she must like listen to Luke and Lewis because they started the whole radio mic looks like human Shrek thing. Um, but she just said, no, nah, you just really look like him. And I was like, whatever. Anyway, dating is weird. And I've just been thinking about it a lot, how much pressure would be taken off my life if I didn't have to use dating apps to meet people and just had a girlfriend who wanted to hang out with me and thought I was awesome. Because I am. I'm such a catch. No, that's a joke. Uh, special shout outs this week to Radio Original Greg. No, sorry, Radio Unoriginal Greg. Uh, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Unoriginal Greg, who has been binging the episodes of the podcast of late. And uh, have 20 mic points. Sorry, I gave him 100 mic points for this, so take them now. So Radio Unoriginal Greg basically sent me this message saying, just out of nowhere, he just goes, Hey, Mike. 
outside your work, there's a church called St. Luke's. And if you look underneath one of the benches near the entrance on the inside leg of the bench, you will find buried under some leaves and some pebbles and a limited edition Lugia Pokemon trinket pin that I've left there for you. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I go out in my work break, like in my lunch break, and go on this bloody treasure hunt at this church around the corner from my work. And I'm like looking everywhere for these benches. I find the benches. I start digging up in the inside leg. And then I started to wonder if it was a wind up or not. Because I was like, there's nothing here. I, and I messaged him going, hey man, can't find it. And then I keep digging and eventually I uncover from the dirt this silver Lugia pin from Pokemon, which was super cool. And it was awesome. It was like a kid. I was like a kid on an Easter egg hunt. I had a great time. If anyone wants to bury random things near my work in South Melbourne, if you're ever around, feel free to do so. Give me some hints. I'd love to find them. <laughs> Send me on like an amazing race style uh, mission around the suburb. I'd love to do it. I had such a great time looking for this pin. I would have appreciated if you like let me get gave me more clues, like made it less obvious on original Greg, but it was really fun. So thank you for that. All right. We have started a new segment on the show over the past few weeks because we have a best friend of the show. There is a man out there who whose name we don't know. We don't know who he is. We don't know where he's from. We don't know what he does. Uh, we can we can uh, we can guess we can take guesses as to what he does. His name is Radio Nacho Cheese, and Radio Nacho Cheese calls the show on our official phone number one eight hundred Get Fucked every week to give us his weekly update. Tells us what he's up to, what he tells us the time of day, and he always has a special message for us at the end, which is usually to have a great day, have a great week, and a great weekend. So. Let's launch straight into another one of these. Yeah, g'day everyone, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here. G'day Radio Mike, it's uh, Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here again. Radio Nacho Cheese here. He's Radio Nacho Cheese and this is his weekly update. I eagerly await Monday mornings because I check my emails, which is where your voicemails to 1-800-GET-FUCKED go to, and I very, very quickly see in the mornings on a Monday that someone with a familiar number has called and I listen to it. It's always Radio Nacho Cheese. He's always on time. And uh, look, let's just get straight into it this week. This is Radio Nacho Cheese's message for this week that he wants to pass on to you all. Oh yeah, g'day. Radio Mike and the radio family. It's uh, Nacho Cheese here. It's just ticked over to 6.54 a.m. I was about to say 6.53, but as I looked at the car clock, it said 6.54. So, anyway, uh, just hoping everyone's had a good weekend. Uh, just letting me know, Radio Mike, if you'd like me to change these up at all. But one thing I won't change is my message, which is always, have a lovely week, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, great one. And thanks again for the message, Radio Nacho Cheese. I love your commitment. Your commitment, you're like, you know, my message is never going to change. It's always going to be the same. But you, you're welcome to mix it up at, at any way you want, man. Next week, do something. Why don't you do something just completely out there? Just you brainstorm something that you would consider completely out there that none of us would expect for your weekly update next week. I think that would be great, Radio Nacho Cheese, and it's great to hear from you, as always. So thank you very much for contributing. 
Actually, Nacho, uh, can, can I please call you Nacho? I hope that's okay. Or Mr. Nacho Cheese or Radio Nacho Cheese. Tell us a joke. Next week, I want you to tell us a joke. Any joke you like, I'd love for you to tell it, uh, as well as your normal weekly update. And to the other listeners, to the rest of the radio family, I want to start trying to crack who Nacho Cheese is. Um, because obviously, we've got a few clues. He always seems to be... He's in a car often on a Monday morning at about, you know, 6.50 to 7am. So we're assuming he drives to work and he has like some kind of nine to five-ish job, uh, which is, you know, I, for some reason, I'm thinking he's a swimming teacher. I don't know why. Just to me, it's saying swimming teacher, but I'd like you to call 1-800-GET-FUCK this week and or email in and just let me know what you think Radio Nacho Cheese does for a living. Radio Nacho Cheese, I don't want you to tell us yet. I just want to see if any of us can get it right. Thanks, guys. Nice setup in the studio today. Uh, as usual, we're joined by Editor Mike, Siggy Mike, and Intern Mike, three of my best friends in the whole wide world. Editor Mike is about to get married to Siri, the voice assistant on iPhones, the robot voice assistant, and... Uh, We've got the Bachelor with the Bucks party in, I think, next week, Siggy Mike, is that correct? Because Siggy Mike's organising it, he's the best man. Yeah, nah, it's next week, so basically it's a stripper and Mario Kart themed uh, Bucks party. So just everyone, I forgot to say there's a dress code, you've got to come as your favourite Mario character, but you have to be a st- dressed as a stripper as well. So you, like, say you want to come as like Waluigi, you just dress up in all purple, but you got to like, you know, unzip your top and just have some cleavage showing. But we're all men. We don't we don't really have cleavage. Well, Ed and the Mike does because he has big man boobs. But how do we show cle- like we're not even wearing? We won't even be wearing bras, so we couldn't really show cleavage. Yeah, no, nah, just get your cleavage out. It's so easy. Do you know what cleavage is, Siggy Mike? Yeah, is it like nipples or something? Okay, end of the mic, how are you feeling? You feeling good about the uh, wedding coming up at the end of the year? Yeah, no, me and Siri are just going so strong and uh, we're really excited about this wedding. Uh, Siri's actually started looking for a wedding dress to wear. How does Siri actually wear a wedding dress, end of the mic? Because isn't she just a robot voice assistant? Like, does Siri have a physical form? Every time she's in here... She's not a physical form. Like, she's just speaking off one of our iPhones. It's really weird. Like, how is she going to wear a wedding dress? Yeah, well, she sent all her measurements into the uh, wedding dress specialist. So, I, you know, I don't know the fee- I, don't, I don't know the logistics of it, Mike. I couldn't tell you. But, uh, yeah, no, she is arranging to have a wedding dress on the day. And who's going to walk her down the aisle? Does Siri have parents? No, Siri doesn't have parents because she's uh, obviously a robot voice assistant. But, uh you know, she's uh, going to get her brother Danny to to walk her down the aisle. How does Siri have a brother if she doesn't have parents at the mic? Yeah, no, I don't know the logistics of that either. Sorry, Mike. No worries, man. And everything's going okay in the relationship department with Siri. You're still in that honeymoon phase. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going okay. Uh, Siri's just been a little bit. You know, I think she's a bit stressed and excited about the wedding, so she has been sort of getting a little bit you know, short-tempered and angry with me, I suppose, but uh, nothing I can't handle. Yeah, okay, well, no, no, that's, that's all right, Editor Mike. Uh, intern Mike, obviously, Editor Mike is your grandfather, assuming you or you and your family are getting a bit excited about this wedding as well. Yeah, and we're all really excited about the wedding. Uh, Mum's gone. I, I'm actually the, the ring bearer. 
So I actually get to walk up and give the rings to Editor Mike and Siri, which is going to be really cool. Um, one of the flower girls is my cousin, Judy, and she's going <laughs> to... Yeah, my, <laughs> my cousin Judy, and she... <laughs> And she's gonna be uh, the, uh, the the flower girl. Um, she's 14 as well. There's no, we're the youngest cousins in the family, so they can't. You know how usually flower girls and ring bearers are like, you know, between the ages of like five and 12. We're the youngest, so we're just gonna do it, aren't we? Out of the mic. Yeah, no, we don't have any other grandchildren that are younger than that, so they're just gonna take care of it. And uh, I think Judy and intern Mike are gonna be great. Yeah, Judy's really hot, so I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Wait, what intern Mike? Oh, Judy's really hot. Isn't she your cousin? Yeah. Aren't you allowed to think your cousins are hot? Um... <laughs> not really. Oh. Okay, well, no, she's not. I was just pretending. Well, no, you did just say that on record. No, 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 I was just pretending. I don't think she's hot. She's ugly. She's fugly ass. She's the ugliest girl I've ever met in my whole life, I swear. Okay, you're getting a bit defensive about it. Do you think your cousin is hot? No, what the hell? I never said that. But we have it on record. You literally just said it. If anyone wants to hear it again, they can just press the thing that goes 15 seconds forward or 15 seconds back. No, I swear, I don't think she's hot. I said she was not. I said, I said- You said Judy is hot. No, no, no Mark. I said Judy is not, as in Judy is not hot. But why would you just say that Judy is not? Why would you? <laughs> you said you were excited because Judy, your cousin, who's fourteen, is hot. Well, I don't think I said that. There's no evidence about it either. So, like, if you don't have evidence, it's just not going to stand up. Not. I don't. But we do have evidence. We're like, we actually literally have evidence in the sense that you actually said it like before on a microphone that we've recorded into my Mac that's going to be published as a podcast. So you did say it. Yeah. No. No, I did. So now you're admitting it. Yeah, no, I did say she was hot, but I didn't mean like she was hot, hot. What did I just you mean? Meant, uh, I don't know. I just, like, I meant she was like, every time I see her, it's on a sunny day. So she's like always hot, which means that I was just hoping that the weather would be good for Ed and the Mike's wedding. All right. Cool, man. Um, Ed and the Mike, how do you feel that intern Mike thinks that your granddaughter, his cousin, is hot? Yeah, look. Intern Mike's really concerning the family at the moment. We're really unsure about his position in the family moving forward. We're, we're thinking about maybe letting him go. Wait, what? What do you mean? You, you're thinking about letting Intern Mike go from the family? You're talking about him like he's an employee at a, at a workplace. Like, you can't let someone go from your family. Yeah, I know. It is a, it's a tricky conversation. We're looking into the legal aspects of it to see if we can actually, you know, make him not a member of the family and just let him go because we're a bit concerned about him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who what so you've met so you've met with lawyers. You've met with lawyers out of the mic to see if you can legally unfamily someone and quote unquote let someone go from your family. Yeah, just a few family lawyers in the family law sector. So uh yeah, we're hoping for that. But in the meantime, looking forward to having uh intern Mike around for my wedding to be the uh, ring bearer. So thank you, intern Mike. No worries, Grandpa. You're the best. Ah, you little shit. <laughs> okay, well, we got. We really do just need to keep moving in this podcast because, you know, obviously Siggy Mike and I aren't part of the family, so we're not really we're not really involved in you know all these <laughs> letting intern Mike go from the family. But 
Ziggy Mike's planning the Bucks party. We're all really excited and it seems to be going really well. One message did come in from Radio Yabini Boy and welcome to the Radio family, Radio Yabini Boy. Remember guys, you can get in touch with the show at any time via any of the social medias or by emailing me at radiomikepod at gmail.com or by calling 1-800-GET-FUCKED. Now, please uh, please email anything that comes to your mind. Emails are great, Instagram DMs are great, and they always come through and they help build the show. You guys help build the show, the radio family builds the show, and we really love that. So take 20 mic points for contributing radio, you beanie boy. And originally, I thought that 1-800-GET-FUCKED could only work in Australia, but if I'm not mistaken, and please correct me if I'm wrong, you beanie boy, because you've contributed to this podcast before... But I do sense a strong Kiwi accent every time you've contributed to the show. And I may be wrong, but I, I, I thought you were from New Zealand, and I have done for some time. But anyway, Editor Mike, this one's more important to you. Uh, and a few people have said this, but uh, here's what he had to say at 1-800-GET-FUCKED. G'day, Radio Mike and the Radio family. It's Radio Yabini Boy here. It's currently 8.54 New Zealand time. And yeah, and quick question, Mike. Will Release the Sounds be playing at Editor Mike's wedding? All right. Thanks, Mike, and the radio family. Okay, so I just realized he kind of answered my question there when he specified that he was on New Zealand time. But also, what's with... Why is everyone now, when they're leaving messages at 1-800-GET-FUCKED, they're, they're timing off? Like, p- people are just timing off. Like, oh, like, I think Nacho Cheese started this, where it's like, oh, just... It's 6.45 Australian Eastern Daylight Time, and now everyone's timing off. Feel free to time off. I'm just wondering why we're doing it. So, obviously, Editor Mike, the band released the sounds that he's talking about is my band with Jack. Um, you were a puppet. Sorry, guys, just a little glitch there. You were a puppet. Nope, oh, sorry, there's another one. Like, we're happy to do it, but we come at a pretty high price. Like, we're, we're going to do it at a premium. Ah, uh, no, no worries, Mike. I've already got the uh, entertainment sorted for the wedding at this stage. Okay, what's the... What have you got planned? Well, I thought that we could, all four of us, you, me, Siggy Mike, and my beautiful shit of a grandson, uh, intern Mike, we could all do a four, a four-way, uh, four-way sing-along to Siri, to Siri, uh, in, at the altar, and, uh, we're gonna sing a four-part version of Jesse McCartney's beautiful song, Beautiful Soul, uh, because that's one of my favourite songs. Jesse McCartney's Beautiful Soul. But you just said you had the wedding entertainment planned, but it's but none of us... Have, Siggy Mike, have you heard of this? No, nah, I had no fucking idea. I can't fucking sing. Intern Mike? I didn't... I don't know who Jesse Manani is, so I wouldn't... I don't know. Well, Mike, you, surely you're familiar with the song. Of course I'm familiar with the song Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney. It's a banger. It's this one. I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone to hold. I don't want my love to go to waste. I want you and your beautiful soul. So you want us all to perform that on the last episode of the podcast for the year in front of your wife Siri as she as she walks into the as she walks down the aisle to the altar? Yeah, that that's correct. And uh, just so you know, the wedding will take place in St. Fuck You's church. Oh, are you doing it at St. Fuck You's? Yeah, no, we decided with St. Fuck You's. Series, that's Siri's local parish there. Oh, great. Well, yeah, we no, we can do that. I guess we'll have to get rehearsing for this performance we're doing, but that sounds great there, little Mike. I'm really excited about that. Okay, well, we're going to have to start rehearsing that very soon, guys. So, Siggy Mike, you might want to take some singing lessons, but uh, 
Yeah. In the meantime, a voicemail came in from a lovely young chap named Radio Adam. Thank you. I believe this is your first uh, contribution to the show, Radio Adam. So welcome to the Radio family and take 20 my points. Here was the voicemail that he left at 1-800-GET-FUCKED, which I found very interesting. Hey, Ray and Mike. Oh, fuck off. Uh, don't worry. I'll just email. My name's Radio Adam. I'll just email and it's fine, guy. <laughs> I love the awkward stumbling through that message, Adam. Like, it's actually so funny. And you say, you say, hey, Radio Mike, and then you tell me to fuck off. And then, then, then you tell me not to worry. But I can assure you at no point was I worried. I wasn't worried at any point of your message. I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm so worried about Aaron, about Adam. <laughs> He, he got in there and he gave up almost immediately. Just gave. It's like he called up and he's like, nah, this isn't going to work for me. Hung up. He then followed up with the email that he did promise. And this is an interesting one. And I think it's about time. We haven't done one for a little while now. But it's about time we did one of these. Radio Mike's Rhyme Crime. Rhyme Crime is a segment in which we expose the worst of rhyming in music. Uh, but there was a big incident a while ago on the podcast where Radio Brody, and welcome again to the Radio Family, Radio Brody, and Radio Brody called the show a while ago to complain about the state of rhyme crimes. And Radio Brody since then has become Rhyme Cop Brody. He is in charge of all of the rhyme crimes. Because of that, we ended up releasing Eminem from Rhyme Jail from his proposed rhyme crime in his song, The Way I Am. Now, this has been a contentious issue on the podcast for a long time, and feel free to weigh in on it. But Radio Adam has written in his email, and he says, G'day, Radio Mike, Radio Adam here. I'm writing in today to tell you that Eminem should not have been released from Rhyme Jail. Even with the new legislation regarding a rhyme crime, and the new legislation he's referring to is, the, is, is Brody's Law. For example, in this song, Eminem uses the rhymes Way I Am and Every Day I Am. And Brody's Law says that the rhyme isn't the am, it's the whole phrase of Say I Am and Every Day I Am. So Say I Am and Day I Am do rhyme. And that was Brody's Law, which is why we ended up releasing Eminem from Rhyme Jail. However, Radio Adam continues... In the chorus of The Way I Am, Eminem states, "'Cause I am whatever you say I am, and if I wasn't, then why would I say I am?' As you can see slash hear, the defendant rhymes say I am with itself. And should therefore be charged with egregious rhymes against humanity. Marshall Mathers commits said offence six times during the three choruses in the song. Is the plural of choruses chori? I believe it is. Chorus, plural, just Googling it, guys. Talk amongst yourselves. No, it is choruses. I just thought it was like fungus and fungi. Anyway, that's so irrelevant to this. Sorry, Radio Adam, for being so rude. I therefore believe he should face at least three years in rhyme jail, six months per offence. Rhyme Judge Mike, what is your ruling? And you know what? Hey, Rhyme Cop Brody, guess what? We're putting Eminem straight back where he came from to rhyme jail. And you have one, if you want, Radio Brody. I don't know if you still listen to the podcast. I assume you do. If you want, you can retort to get him released. But I agree with that, Radio Adam. Eminem, you're back in rhyme jail. Unless Radio Brody can bail you out again. But I have a feeling he won't. 
guys. That's another edition of Rhyme Crime. And thank you, Radio Adam, for standing up for the podcast, for the little guys, the little guys in the radio family who just want a big, famous rapper to go to rhyme jail for his egregious, as you said, rhyme crimes. Just before we get to Harry Potter and the boys, has anyone been watching that show, The Masked Singer? I know some international listeners listen to this podcast, but I assume there's a version of The Masked Singer in your country. And it's basically this weird fucking crazy show where celebrities, in inverted commas, sing songs, and they're wearing crazy costumes like the monster costume or the robot costume or the fucking Damien costume. I don't know. And like, <laughs> and, and then, you know, at the end they reveal their mask and you're like, oh, shit. It was Mike Myers, the voice of Shrek. But the the thing is, like, all of the celebrities on the show are just, like, people that you don't... They're not... Let's just say there was no, like... There was certainly no one on, like, the Hugh Jackman caliber. Um, There wasn't even anyone on, like, the Hamish and Andy kind of caliber. Um, And, you know, I'd say all of these people were, like, D-grade celebrities or worse. No offense to them. Like, whatever. They're great. They're all great at what they do. Um, and, and, you know, I'm certainly couldn't be on the show if I, even if I was asked, I'd say no, because I just couldn't. But, um, you know, an example of like some of the people who were on it, basically the last three were Rob Millsy Mills, who was an Australian idol person from ages ago who didn't win, um, who has now gone on to do like stage musicals in Melbourne. Seems like a great guy, great singer as well. Um, Georgie Coughlin, who's like the Carrie Bickmore on the project, but not Carrie Bickmore. She's like the backup Carrie Bickmore, which is totally cool as well. She's a great journalist, I'm sure. And then Cody Simpson, who seems to be hot topic at the moment um, because of his proposed relationship with Miley Cyrus after the Liam's Hemsworth split. And Cody Simpson was the robot, genuinely like, only have the vaguest of vague understandings of who Cody Simpson is. He basically seems like, sort of how Georgie Coughlin is the backup Carrie Bickmore, Cody Simpson seems like the backup of a backup of Justin Bieber. Um, He just seems like a kid who, but based on my research, he seems like a kid who was sort of riding off the coattails of Justin Bieber's success. And I guess he must have gotten mildly famous, like, 10 years ago. He's from Australia, but genuinely couldn't name a song from him. I looked him up on YouTube and this is the song that came up, which is called I Ya Ya. Uh, it goes like this. It's such a dumb song. Uh, missing you, missing you, minute. <laughs> I don't know, you, you think about these kids like Justin Bieber and this kid, and you're like, I, I don't know, you just like, do you think some adults just handed them some lyrics to a song, they're like, sing this, make money, and they're like, yeah, cool, I'm gonna be famous, and then they're singing auto-tune shit like, missing you, missing you. <laughs> oh, gosh. And nothing against Cody Simpson, because I'm sure he's a great guy, but I just, I don't know, you're not famous. Neither am I. That's okay. We've got something in common. But I just thought it was really funny how Channel 10 was trying to hype up all these people as legit celebrities, like, that we were somehow going to get, like, I don't know, we, we were going to get, oh, who's someone that, like, could could have happened, but 
but didn't. Like, even someone like Arj Barker, I don't know if you can sing, but like comedians like that that you just wouldn't expect, but instead it's just people that like, you're like, ah, cool. None of them were, there was no big reveal that you were like, oh my God, no way. Like Bindi Irwin even would have been that. That would have been great. And all of these leaked anyway. You already knew it was uh, it was Cody, Georgie, and Milsey. They leaked from like the first week. So you kind of knew. The clues were so easy. But anyway, it got me thinking. Uh, because of the high caliber of celebrities, I actually managed to go into Channel 10's offices and get a sneak peek of season two of The Masked Singer um, and, and find out all the celebrities because they've already filmed it. And, uh, well... Here's a reveal of who some of them are in a trailer kind of thing that they've put together. Take a look. Last year on season one of The Masked Singer, you saw celebrities like Cody Simpson, Carrie Bigmore, and a guy from Australian Idol, and a lot of F-grade Australian celebrities that even the judge Lindsay Lohan didn't know because she's not from Australia. But this year, we're upping the stakes. You'll never guess who's behind the mask. You'll be surprised to see all of these people. Oh, no way! It's my cousin Damien! Oh, shit, mate, that's your cousin Damien, bro. Can you believe it? It's my cousin Damien! He lives down the road from us. A famous sports star. Oh, no, it's Magnus Carlsen, the world chess champion. I fucking can't believe he's behind the mask singing Call Me Maybe by Kesha. World famous. Singers. Oh fuck! No way! It's the guy that plays the the Green Day cover band down at the pub down the oh, road. That's no. fuck! How did they get here? They get and him. fictional characters. No way! It's Puss in Boots from Shrek 2. What the fuck? And he sung Live in La Vida Loca. It was so obvious. The Mars Singer season two coming to Channel 10. Fuck you. Fuck you so hard. Okay, well, this week's been a lot of fun, uh, but let's wrap it up with one of my favourite things that we do on this podcast. Harry Potter and the Boys did see a really, really (laughs) cool review and send in reviews on iTunes, preferably five stars, of course, uh, because I'd love to hear them. But uh, this one came in from Radio Ganondorf, which seems like a mashup of Ganondorf from Legend of Zelda, the villain from Legend of Zelda, and Bort from the episode of The Simpsons where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land. Is that correct, Radio Ganondorf? I'll cut some audio of that here. Look at all this great stuff, Louise. Cool, personalized plates. Barclay, Barry, Bert, Bort. Oh, come on, Bort? Mommy, Bobby, buy me a license plate. No, come along, Bort. Are you talking to me? No, my son is also named Bort. But he said, hey, Radio Mike, this is a review on iTunes. Hey, Radio Mike, just want to say how much I enjoy this podcast. It is such high production quality. Thanks, man. It's hilarious, but also has serious moments. It's a great mix of current content and nostalgia. Glad to hear someone's point of view on these serious issues. Then flipping to Harry Potter fan fiction or Australian Pokemon. And Radio Ganonbort nets himself 100 mic points just by giving a five-star review. So you can do that too. Get well on your way to becoming a radio superstar. Hey, let's do this. Harry Potter and the Boys. A live reading. By Radio Mike. You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? Yes, it's Harry Potter and the Boys, the best part of the podcast, as a lot of people believe. It is my Harry Potter fan fiction from year seven, 
and uh, lots of stuff has happened. The last thing we learned is that Derek, one of the idiot boys, uh, is actually secretly a very powerful wizard. Uh, and we kick off again at the start of chapter 17, 5 billion and 1. Finally, said Rob, after the boys walked away from the last transfiguration lesson of the term, holidays, this, and then it goes, this is Harry Potter, said the PA. So it, does, it doesn't, the, the book is so poorly written, like it doesn't even explain, like you, I, re, I feel like J.K. Rowling would say, like, suddenly a sound came across the school's PA system. And then it, it, it just goes, finally, holidays, Rob said. This is Harry Potter, said the PA. All students to their common rooms. The boys walked to the Gryffindor common room. Hermione was standing there. And then, I guess this is Hermione speaking. Everybody listening. (laughs) I I feel like it should say everybody listen. Uh, Everybody listening. Now, as part of the Hogwartian tradition, all of the students are forced to participate in careers week with over 5 billion different and one careers. (laughs) I've, it should definitely say with over five billion and one careers, but it says with over five billion different and one careers. <laughs> some students moaned, but some, including Harold, smiled. Now, uh, I will do this secret spell. I, okay, so I think this is mighty. I will do this secret spell, and then there's this big chunk of letters that I'm just going to say has it as its spell. It goes, I command John to no mo Harry when no Harry. I have no idea what that spell is. Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, I don't know what's going on. And and then she goes, and now uh, go and kill each other for the best career. About five billion and one pieces of paper appeared on the wall in front of them. And everyone ran around just looking for a job that suited them. So they're trying to get like internships, I guess. Yes, said Rob. I get to be minister for magic for the whole week. <laughs> and then And then Oliver said, Sorry, that's Rob saying that. And then Oliver says, um, Rob, that doesn't say minister for magic. That says spinning, that says spinning, sir, for tragic. (laughs) Damn, said Rob. (laughs) Most of the good jobs were gone after a minute. Lockie managed to get the job as school school bully, which was really good. Sadly, Luke got stuck as got the job as school victim of bullying, and therefore Lockie was forced to bully him for the whole week. <laughs> All right, guys, we've just got our job. We've just got job interviews open for school bully. Uh, anyone who'd like to apply, please come in. It's a you know sixty thousand dollars a year salary, but you also get a car and a broomstick. <laughs> that was me just adding to it. Uh, Sam got the job as a a professional Quidditch chaser for the Chinese Quidditch team. (laughs) Michael and Tom were still looking around to find a good job. There was one more piece of paper on the wall. Looks like we'll be sharing, said Tom. Yep, said Michael. (laughs) But there were five billion and one jobs, but apparently there's only one left that they have to share. They slowly moved their eyes towards the piece of paper. They read it and were shocked. Hagrid's super cool, Hagrid's super cool, super cool band for super cool people like you. And this looks like an ad for the job. Do you want to get stuck with a crap job in careers week? I wouldn't. Do you want to get stuck with a super cool, super cool job for super cool people? I would. Do you like to sing? I do. Therefore, join Hagrid's super cool band for super cool people like you. Anyone can join and it's free. And then it says, P.S., 
no fat people. <laughs> oh, God, that's mean to fat people. Then it says, PPS, except Hagrid. <laughs> and then PPSS, and Hagrid's imaginary friend. First practice starts at 5pm tonight. Not sharp. No! Yelled Tom so loud that the whole world could probably hear him, but they wouldn't understand what he was saying because he was speaking so unclearly because he suddenly had an asthma attack because he had asthma. Now, this is a really long sentence. Because he suddenly had an asthma attack because he had asthma, which probably hasn't been mentioned before because it is really a pointless fact that nobody need to know about Tom, except if you didn't know, then you wouldn't understand why he was having an... This is all written and there's no full stops. You wouldn't understand why he was having an asthma attack because you wouldn't know that he had asthma. And then you'd be like, but I didn't know he had asthma. But you did because you should have read this whole extremely pointless paragraph, which has no point in it at all, except to annoy you. And anyway, this is hard to read without taking a breath because there are no commas. And that means you can't take a breath. So don't even think about it, okay? Okay, breathe. Now, where were we? Oh, yes. Oh, yelled Tom. And his asthma attack ended. (laughs) That paragraph went for a page and it's just, <laughs> and then it ended literally with what I was saying that you couldn't read it out without taking a breath. Uh, let's leave it there for today. That was fun. Um, Hey, bit of bonus content on the feed. If you didn't see it this week, it's the uh, chat me and Jack did, which is an, a discussion of our album. Go and check that out. Have a listen. Leave a review for the podcast. We also did the Uncommon podcast with Jordan Michaelides, which was a lot of fun. So go and check that out. I'll leave a link in the description. Email the show anytime, radiomikepod at gmail.com, 1-800-GET-FUCKED, call the show, radio.mike on Instagram, it's Radio Mike on Twitter. Uh, gosh, what else is there? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, share the podcast around. If you like it, I'd love for you to share it with your friends, get get some traction, review it, because it's just it just gets the podcast pushed to the top in iTunes and more people see it. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys, for being here. Uh, my name is Radio Mike, and... This podcast has been the inside of my mind. See you later.